Welcome to the Wednesday night tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. I'm your host, Drill Sarnzi, and my wife is looking at me very crazily right now, and I have no idea why, but I'm sure it'll be better than what we saw this weekend on the NFL playoffs. Playoffs, I mean, I, I don't even know what that was this weekend. Go ahead, say hello, Harbor, as you're so excited. She says hi to everybody. All right. But as we know, I cannot do this show by myself. I must bring on my tag team partners for this evening. First, you listen to him right here on the Wednesday Night Tailgate for all the F-bombs he is about to drop. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike fucking Ruick. What the fuck is going on, Sarge? Not much. How you doing, Upside Down Mike? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. How you, do- how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Fucking sick kid. You know, fun shit. Was, hey, you know, it's the life of being a dad now, right? Uh-huh. And Jai is having technical difficulties, as it seems. So we'll, hold on. Let's see who works. We'll bring on our tag team partner this evening. The deepest voice of a 28-year-old college student you've ever heard in your life, ladies and gentlemen, is Jai. What's going on, Sarge and Michael Rook? How are we on this final Wednesday of uh, the month of January? How are we doing? Nice Same shit, different toilet. Oh, Jai, you would think he'd be How more excited after ahead. Saturday, right, Jai? Well, I mean, I listen. You know, conversations that we have with amongst each other off air. You know, I understand that just because the Eagles are in a championship game, that that does necessarily translate to things that go on the nation nations as Ruick goes about his day to day responsibilities. So, you know, Ruick's allowed to. Uh, not be in a bad mood. He's he's a while. It actually makes for a better show when he's not in a good mood, as a, as a matter of well, fact. Well, Jai, his team is in the NFC Championship game, number one seed all season. He's been, And somehow he's been in a bad mood all season. But I because they, they suck. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. But I want to ask go. you first, uh, Rui. Um, divisional round playoffs. Uh, disappointing for you this weekend? No. No? No. Why would it be disappointing? I don't mean for the outcome of your team. I mean as far as the games itself. I'm not talking about my team either. I I enjoyed the games. I enjoyed the games. Fuck yeah. Why would I not enjoy the games? Because they were boring, except for the last one. How was it boring? How? I, I want to hear that take. How was it boring? How was it boring? Um, I mean, your the Eagles game after five minutes, the game was over. That I could say the same for the Bengals and the Bills and the Chiefs game. I mean, okay, Mahomes getting injured gave it a, a little bit of juice, but come on, I, I mean, did we ever think the Jaguars really had a chance? And then the Niners Cowboys was the only game that had any sort of life to it. Okay, so tell me. How it was important. I don't think because Michael. because uh, we had a snow globe game. Okay. Yes, yes, we did. With my team, no less. We had the Eagles absolutely bending over the fucking New York Giants. Well, he enjoyed the he enjoyed the fact to see the Giants humiliated. That made Roy happy. Maybe not from yes. an Eagles perspective, but yeah, because because you know what, and this is this is the other reason why because I know that I'm right about this fucking guy, and Sarge is beating his chest. Table, table, toilet. 
Dayball, he's good. He's a he's top top seven quarterback in the NFL in, in, in the playoffs. Dude. No, he's not. He was worse than Dak, and that's saying much. Okay, okay, come on, let's not go that far. That's saying a lot. Okay, and then and then you have Dak looking like an absolute fucking idiot, tripping over himself every fucking which way. The Niners beating the shit out of them on defense and just fucking absolutely embarrassing them. Cowboys had so many opportunities and they blew it, just like always. Was it now going on twenty eight years, twenty seven years? 27, 28. Going on 28 years of, of this fucking absolute buffoonery. I love it. And then and then you had a tight game. You had a tight game, which because of the injury to Patrick Mahomes, it was all enjoyable. I didn't really even get to watch the first the first game. I had no idea that, that fucking Patrick Mahomes went out. And so I checked the box score, and I'm like, Chad Henney went into this fucking game? Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's enjoyable because you are just a miserable Jets fan. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy right. it. It's football. It was good. There was yes, there was a blowout, but you have to look at it as, as in the in the retrospect of the Giants were frauds. So were the Vikings. Yes. Meanwhile, you still picked them to win the football game, but I digress. Yes, and I still will. Nope. And I still will. Right. Wait until wait until we get to well, the fucking breakdown of the, this. I already know who you're picking. Anyway, uh, who's 49ers. that? Forty Niners. But anyway, Jive. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. Yep. So, Jive. What What did you before we? You know, we're not getting. I'm just saying. What did was those mm-hmm. weekend? Did you enjoy it, or was it? Did you like think eh, the games were just whatever? They were I. I enjoyed them, but they were all right. They, uh, the Chiefs and Jaguars game was more frustrating more than anything because I wanted the Bengals to host the AFC Championship game so damn bad, <laughs> and I didn't get it because the Jaguars kept screwing up every opportunity they got, and I'll get to them in a minute. Um, but, you know, the night game was just an absolute bore. It, honest to God, felt like I was watching at some point. I was watching – not a preseason game, but like one of those late regular season games that the NFL throws on the NFL Network on Saturdays in December. That's the type of game it felt like I was watching with the Eagles and the Giants. My game was just beautiful. Any single time I can sit back and watch a Bengals playoff game and I'd have my heart rate half to go through the roof. I mean, it, I mean that literally that literally is from from an experience standpoint of not having to stress the hell out. That was one of the best experiences of a Bengals playoff game I've ever had, including last year. Last year, my heart rate all three games through the roof. Sunday, not even, not even, not even a a a a a, a beat of sweat started to capitulate throughout either my armpits, my forehead, nothing. And then San Francisco and the Giants. Who doesn't love seeing the Dallas Cowboys get just get? Owned. Say it with me, Jay. Say it with me, Jay. Ass rape. Yes, there you go. I won't say it because God forbid I get famous and this will come back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> oh, but really? Yes, really. There's nothing wrong with the hypothetical, I, I, I am, fictional two not, teams: a cowboy and a, and a who they play? The 49ers. The 49ers. And a 49er, whatever the fuck they are, getting it on. A snuggle struggle. A gold miner is basically. What yes. Yes, I know. I, I enjoy who doesn't love seeing the Dallas Cowboys just get embarrassed and see Dak Prescott just 
he is what he is. He, he, he's but I thought they, I thought that they were them boys. I thought that no, this was their year. They, they were never their boy, them boys. The, 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 when has it ever been their year? In my lifetime, I'll be twenty-one. Twenty-eight I'm, years I'm, ago, twenty-one this upcoming spring. Never in my lifetime has has the Dallas Cowboys done anything worth the damn in the NFL playoffs. Not with Tony Romo. Not with not with not with Prescott. No, they, they they just aren't. The fact of the matter of it is, and we'll get into this game a little bit later on, but the fact of the matter of it is, with the Dallas Cowboys, you got to treat the Dallas Cowboys like a like a severe drug addict. You believe their sobriety when you see it. And for how many <laughs> years running, we haven't seen it from the Dallas Cowboys. Why do you think I went batshit crazy on last week's show? Because it was Cowboy this, Cowboy that, we them boys, we're going to the NFC Championship game, this is our year, blah, 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 and they do the same damn thing over and over again, and that's embarrass themselves and look like pure D shit when the lights shine the brightest. Mm. This I've seen my Cincinnati Bengals lose consecutive playoff games from 2011 to 2015. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. They did not make the playoffs. I saw them have the worst record in the sport my senior year of high school, which was hard to believe three years ago in 2019, that 2019 season. Okay? I have seen the worst of the worst when it comes to the 21st century Cincinnati Bengals in my lifetime. And the fact that season ended up being a blessing in disguise for you, yes, Jay. It was. But having said all of that, I've seen my team play in more conference championship games in the last in in these last two seasons than I have the Dallas Cowboys when they've been num- when they've had uh, when they had a number one seed in 2016, when they've won their division by a landslide. I mean, you can name the year, you can name the team. It doesn't matter. It's the same, like Roick says, it's the same shit, different to it. But if you're going to compare the weekends for the first time in a long, 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 long time, wild card weekend somehow outdid divisional weekend, yeah. which is like the first time that's happened in years. Usually, divisional round is where you get probably the best football games for the playoffs and of the year of the entire season. And I didn't get anything. No memorable moment. Nothing. I mean, like I said, Chiefs. Salty. What do you mean? I just want to see good football. I. What's good football? football? Did you see? I saw teams dominate. Didn't you go to the? I mean, you went to the game on Saturday, didn't you? I I did. I saw. You didn't enjoy that. I saw the Eagles dominate, and I could hear that fucking "Fly Eagle Fly" song for the last time in my life, and that'd be way too many times after fucking Saturday night. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry that we scored six touchdowns. Christ, nonstop with that fucking (laughs) song. Oh my god. Well, if the Giants if the Giants played defense, you wouldn't have heard that song a lot. Yeah. Well. I told I told you we said it the Eagles would win. I told they were better at every position and they showed that they are a better football team than the New York Giants right now as constituted. Listen, listen, if I had to pick a fight song other than my own teams to listen to for about a half a dozen times in a night, I would rather hear the Philadelphia Eagles theme song which is up there with Washington as one of the uh, the the Ravens fight song, Washington's as in the Redskins, their their hail to the Redskins one, 
and the Eagles outside of my own are the best fight songs in all of football. I'd rather sit and listen to that rather than that stupid, Boom. asinine, crappy, annoying, obnoxious ass, cheesy Buffalo Bills quote unquote fight song, which they didn't get to hear a lot of on Sunday afternoon. I got Wait. a lot. Was it? I'd rather hear. I'd rather hear that than a human mascot have to take off his fucking stupid. Fucking fireman's hat and goes. Oh my god! Really? Fireman's hat. You guys don't do E A G L E S Eagles? No, we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't have a human mascot that that quote unquote retired. We don't have a mascot. You do unofficial. No, no mascot. That's like the Viking. That's like the Viking wanted more money and he retired. Well, we don't have a mascot. The guy that used to, the guy that used to ride in on the motorcycle, yeah, motorcycle in the Brett Favre days. I remember. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, they wanted money, and they fucking said, "Fuck out of here." We don't have a mascot. We just have a chant, not a fight song, a chant. Okay. Oh yeah, and the Jets are so fucking great. When you go to the Jet game, every time it's a Jet first down. That you know they did that. Any Eagles first down? Yeah, they took took that from the fucking. They took that from the Jets. I know they do the same shit. They, they troll. Listen, you you're a- just so salty. You're salty. I'm not because your I'm brother, because your brother-in-law is a fuck, or your brother is a Jet, my actual Jets brother as a Giants fan, and he got embarrassed. No, we we had a good time. We started. I good know time. you had a good time, it, but sitting we there, were- sitting there in the fucking Philly green, just all around you, and they're assholes. Oh and yeah, they're assholes. There was, oh yeah, and you know, what? hey, Jai, <laughs> let me tell you this. Guys, they are smart assholes because you, oh, yeah, you know that you're only allowed to tailgate like four hours before the game. Well, you know what these guys uh-huh. did? Yeah, and they went and crashed the indoor. I think it was an indoor, a lindor lacrosse, lacrosse game was at the Wells Fargo. So the way Philadelphia is set up, if for people that don't know, the the sport, all three stadiums, the baseball, the football, and then where the – yes, are all next to and each temple. other. And share the parking lots. They're in one complex. Yes, it's They're perfect. In one complex, and then in the middle of that, there's a there's a place there's a called Xfinity, bar, Xfinity Live, Live that has bar. seven bars in there. Yes, so it's incredible. They pot, they get there at ten o'clock in the fucking morning for this indoor boss game. So they're tailgating from ten o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night. Oh, there was so much vitriol and hatred being spewed left and right from these Eagles fans in the stands. Got. Like I got a guy, oh, yeah. like yeah. Uh, ten seats over from me, yelling. I guess at the giant sideline at Daniel Jones, saying, "You, you suck dick in the asshole." Like I, I don't even know what that means. Then he did. He said it, super fucking loud. I mean, listen, when it's Giants Eagles in a playoff game, you deserve what you get. I yeah. Mean, now the thing with me is, um, I can't, especially if it's a night game. I cannot tailgate for all those hours of the day. If it's me, I I I just gotta. I either gotta be away from it all at least until about four or five o'clock, or depending on where I live and my commute and everything, or I I just gotta just straight up just find something to do because I can't wake up in the morning and tailgate and essentially wait the day away for a game that was that wasn't going to kick off until eight o'clock at night. I just. I, yeah. I, can't, I, can't, so, I can't do that. So we need to do My brother picked me up at 430. I'm like a you know 40-minute ride from the stadium. But we stopped and got cheesesteaks first. Now, we went to go to Tony Luke's. We went to Tony Where'd Luke's. It's not Tony Luke's anymore, Roy. Oh. It's called 
What is it? Tony and Nick's. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yes. Still good. But we ended up, it was like almost 30 minutes that we had to wait for our, our cheesesteaks. They're a little slow. The line, they had, I mean, they had a little line, but it wasn't like out the door. So it was a little slow. So then we get there, and I'm telling you, we eat the cheesesteaks. And me and my brother drink like two beers, and we're freezing our asses off. And like, fuck this, let's just go inside. Like, I'm too, I'm too old to even be do- tailgating. Jai, you're talking about you at 20. I'm at at 40. I don't even want to be out there freezing my ass off. So, so 40. Well, not old. at 40 years old, I didn't. I'm telling you, after two beers, I was. We were both ready to go in into the damn stadium. So, and it was only like 38 degrees. It wasn't even below freezing. Yeah, it wasn't even that cold. Yeah. yeah, Mike, how old are you? 31 going to be 32 this year so we got so we got yeah. a 10 year age gap and we got a 20 year age gap between me yeah and well it's Sarge. 10 yeah 10 and 10 yeah 10 and 10 there you yeah go. but uh, still ahead. still had it we had a great time um the stadium's good the stadium was nice i mean we didn't get to lock no, no, no. stadium is one of the best in the nfl I don't know we only we only saw one corner because where we the gate from where we parked to where we walked to was the gate that we needed to walk into and then I w- we walked right up to our seats so I didn't really yeah that and that's perfect yeah. but that's what you want we had great great seats I I mean I sent you guys the picture the seats were unbelievable the other thing I didn't tell you is because we were in this like terrace seating that if it had rained we had mm-hmm. cover over the head and and it was only four rows yep. in the section so like yes. So it was perfect, man. Uh, and then a bathroom right there. So there's only like, you know, like 80 of us that are able to use this bathroom. So no, like no crazy lines or anything. It was, per- it was great. I, we had a great time. Uh, it's, it's a nice stadium. Right. I, it, I get, listen, if I had, if I had, if I had money and had life by the, you know what, I probably would have been like, hell, Philadelphia is not that far from Baltimore. I've taken the, the car ride many a times. I had to, if it, you know, in, an alternate universe. I had a, went up to the uh, and saw that game. Uh, yes, saw the game last Saturday, and I mean, I would have liked to have gone to you know if I was given the opportunity to go to this week's great time. Season, how am I going to go to the game at three o'clock and then the Bengals are playing at six thirty? So, but anyway, yeah. Um, so you can literally walk right across the street to Xfinity Live. Well, I don't know. He, and they have the game well, playing. I don't right know. Jai's a little young. I don't know if he can get I, in. I can't. I can't. Well, I can't. Not. It doesn't matter. You don't have to walk. You don't have to not, be of eight. You can walk into the to the the whole fucking middle of it. You don't have to actually go into no. the bars. They have that whole fucking wall of screens. No, it wasn't that. With me, I either if I'm not at the game, I gotta watch it at home. I can't do it at bars or other people's houses. It's, uh, I got to be able to watch the game in two areas where I'm comfortable, either at the game in stadium live or on my couch, left hand, far left hand side, watching far it in my family, watching it in my family. I got to be, I, that's how I watch my, I watch Bengals games. I can't do it at a bar or at a family friend's house or a friend, no, fuck that. No, I got to be home to watch. Right. Well, let's, let's get into some of these, like, we're gonna get into this Chiefs, Chiefs Jaguars game. I don't think we need to like really break it down, but uh, yeah, you, yeah. Chiefs, we're, look, Chiefs. There's not there's not too much breakdown yeah. here today. This, but well, so we're in Chiefs twenty seven, Jaguars twenty. The big story is Mahomes with the ankle injury, but I want to save that for when we get into the Bills Chiefs game. Um, Lawrence wasn't terrible, but wasn't great. Um, Roy, oh. I want to go to you first. As a Jaguars okay. fan, are you excited, and do you feel like they're a real threat next year? 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dougie P's got him on the fucking leash. He's got them all ducks in a row. You went up against one of the best teams in the NFL, and you weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. And you hung around with them. You know? That's that's an accomplishment and a check mark in my book. They should be the fucking favorite for the South for the next couple of years of Dougie P and all and they keep getting weapons and draft picks and utilizing everything that they that they have in front of them. If they can make it this far with this team, imagine what they could do with, you know, more pieces. And and Law another year with of Lawrence development, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another year another another year of him having somebody, you know, a consistent play caller, a consistent yeah. system, a consistent everything. Consistency is what key, is the key to every fucking quarterback. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jai? What what do you think? Those same questions for the Jaguars. He- yeah, they definitely. And how did I get labeled a Jaguars fan? Because I like Tony B. No, no, no. I didn't say you. <laughs> sorry. I. The question is, if as a, if you're a Jaguars fan, like not you, but just <laughs> like if you were a Jaguars fan, would you feel good about the season? Yeah, I got you. I'm just making a joke. Yeah, I think the, uh, the Jaguars certainly successful season in the future is definitely bright in all things. I mean. I don't see why they can't win about, you know, 11, why they can't win 11 games next season. Although I went back and rewatched the game and I got my notepad back with me today, boys. I'm not in the car. Oh, boy. Around Northeast Maryland. Uh, (laughs) There's going to be a couple things, though, that the Jaguars be kicking themselves saying, gosh, darn it, why aren't we playing this upcoming Sunday? Here's your game right here. 10-7 10-7 Kansas City, 11-08 second quarter. They have the ball at Kansas City's 25-yard line. Second and five play, Lawrence throws incomplete pass to the <laughs> sideline. 10-yard penalty for tripping, second and 15. Move the ball to Kansas City, 35. Lawrence gets sacked by Frank Clark, loses three yards. They went from a second and five to a second and 19 at the drop of a hat taking themselves out of field goal range you know and ended up having a punt. Yeah, that's them. That's them. But you know what, Jai? You know, you know where they lost the game? When Patrick Mahomes gets injured and you pin oh, the Chiefs. I was, just, I was just about to get And to you that. pin the Chiefs on the two-yard line and Chad <laughs> Henney comes in and you next, allow him to drive them 98 yards for a touchdown. That's when the next, game is over. Yep. Very next possession, 98 yards, 17-7 Chiefs. And then can't yeah. and then after a couple of drives where both teams go empty, second second and three, Jacksonville has the or excuse me, second and th- no, during that drive, I apologize. During that 98 drive, Chiefs have a second and three batted pass at the bat ball gets deflected on the scrimmage. And I don't know how in the hell that ball is not picked off. But it, it's disgraceful. That that ball has to be caught. And if the and if Jacksonville does come down the interception, they have the ball at Kansas City's thirty-three yard line, first and ten. Instead, the interception is not is not made. Kansas City lives to fight another down. Third and three. Uh, Henny finds Kadarius Tony over by the by the uh, far sideline on third and three to keep the drive to uh, keep the drive moving. And then, and then also, you go to Jacksonville. This is in second. This is in the second quarter now. Twenty twenty with two twenty seven to go. First and ten for Jacksonville. <coughs> Trevor Lawrence throws an absolute dime. Chris Collinsworth, the Christian Kirk, a ball that he has to catch. 
He drops it, and if he catches it, it would have been first and 10 Jacksonville, Kansas City's own 13-yard line. Instead, they end up getting down to that end of the field regardless, but they could have had an opportunity to score a touchdown if that ball was caught. They only got, you know, you just never know, but instead they they had to settle for three points. Then Kansas City goes three goes three and out. Well, Jacksonville gets the ball back. John, am I gonna get? Am I gonna get the whole game recap? No, this is just the. This is just the one time you get the whole game recap. The, I second, mean, the game wasn't it, this. The game wasn't this good to do the whole game recap, Jai. Okay, second, but this is this is this is what happens when you have a young team, Jai. Is that that you know they don't make they don't they make they mistakes make the and they don't make the big plays when they count, but. If I'm Jacksonville, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Lawrence, Lawrence, Fuck yeah, you won a fucking yes, playoff I did, game. I think Lawrence, I think, is the real deal and is going to ascend into a top ten quarterback next year in the NFL. You know, you know, we this a very over Daniel Jones. Yeah, he's better than he's better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> I don't think you had him. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's check, Let's check the list. Let's check the list. He's better physically. I don't know. Let me see. What did I put? Sarge, how you had? Yeah, I had, I had him at six and Jones at okay. nine. That was just in the playoffs. Okay. Remember, there's some guys okay. that were in the playoffs that are over these okay. guys. But okay. Okay. We'll, we'll revisit this list next week because I'm very okay. fascinated. <laughs> but, uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, a very yeah. underrated We'll get to that move. point. We'll get to we that. I have we'll a lot. I have a lot to say about that. I know that. you do. Don't worry. We will get to it. Um. And before I leave with the WWE Championship, I have a lot to get off my chest. Okay. But, okay, CM Punk. Um, (laughs) The Jaguars, underrated move they made this year. Trading a a late-round pick for Calvin Ridley, who they're going to have added to this good receiver core Mm -hmm. for next season. I I think the offense is great. They just The defense needs to pick it up a little bit. And if they draft on the defensive yeah, side, I get. think they'll be, like you said, to me, they get six wins easy every year in the AFC South. The, the division is terrible, and they should be the best team for the next Horrible. three to five years easy. So um, yep. future, very bright in Jacksonville. And like I said, we will get to the Kansas City Chiefs when we preview the game. Um, yes. Ruick, your Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. 38-7 to over the New York Giants. The biggest two things I want to take is uh, Eagles had 44 rushes for 268 yards and three TDs. The Giants had no answer for that zone read option. And uh, Daniel Jones sacked five times, and he threw an interception. To, to, to the Eagles. I don't James motherfucking oh, yeah, James Bradbury. God, Suck it, you fucking us, bitches. Give us your thoughts on the Giants and Eagles. The Giants were exactly who we thought they were. If they came out with any kind of fight, any kind of tenacity, and any kind of pride, you know, they have this whole thing, giant pride. Where was your pride? You got punched in the mouth early. You sat down like a little fucking child and said, please, sir, can I have some more? You got punched in the mouth early and you could never recover. Never. Daniel Jones looked like an absolute fraud, and I understand that he had an incredible season. I don't take anything away from him. You had an incredible season. You're playing for a contract. I still value that that aspect of it. 
you were playing for a contract. Once you get that contract, let's see if you can keep that kind of consistency. And the Giants, the Giants have a myriad, a fucking laundry list of free agents. Free agents. Everyone wants to talk about their cap space. Look at the free agents that they have. Look at the free agents that they have. It's incredible how they are, they, they completely, completely fuck themselves out of a draft pick. A potential, not even if you want to keep that draft pick, to fucking trade out of it. They completely, completely fuck themselves. The Eagles played dominant football for the first time, the first time all season. Every facet of the game, they dominated granted it was a far inferior opponent they have the san francisco 49ers coming in this week to your home stadium can you do it i don't know from what i saw on saturday night yes you can because you can get pressure on brock purdy we'll get to that game a little bit later you can get get pressure on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy doesn't play that fucking that that complicated of an offense with with Shanahan. Everyone wants to call him a genius. It's a one read fucking offense. I actually got to sit down and watch watch that game. He's nothing special. He's just making the right plays. He's doing the right things. Now, can the Eagles exploit that? I I, I fucking hope so. Granted, the Eagles are probably one of the most healthiest teams left in the playoffs with only two people on the on the um the injured list. Two. Lane Johnson, who played in the game, he's just on a rest day, and Avante Maddox, who has a toe issue, who probably could have played in the last last week of the season. This this is all setting up, and this is my point here. This is all setting up for the Eagles to succeed. This is all setting up for it. But I remember when the fucking Eagles went to five NFC championship games and only won one. Where they had high expectations every fucking year. This is their year. They're going to do it. This is their year. They're going to do it. This is their year. They're going to do it. And they only did it once. This fucking Brian Dawkins came across the fucking middle and absolutely killed Algie Crumpler. Set the home for the game. Let me say, wouldn't, wouldn't you say the, this Eagles team is better than those teams, Rook? No, no, no way. That Eagles team, what? that Eagles team with Donovan McNam, not was probably one. Of, was probably the most talented Eagles team. Not, not the one that went to the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the other NFC Championship game ones. All they did was add one player to get him over the hump, and that was To, and he fucking dominated on one leg. Yeah, I'm just saying. This seems like the most complete Eagles team. And I agree, Leo. If you listen to my 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 rant, I agree. I mean, you got four guys with ten with double digit sacks. Four, unheard of in today's listen. In, that's the NFL. That, yes, that is by by far that is that is one hundred percent impressive, one thousand percent impressive. But I still, I'm telling you right now, this team, this is if they make it to the Super Bowl. This is probably the third best team. And I'm, I'm including the Jaworski teams that made it to the Super Bowl, got killed by the Raiders. 
I'm including that. They're probably the third most talented. Are you serious? Yeah, I am. Come on. I am. I am. And it, it really only comes down to the coaching. Oh, that's well, that's different. The, the talent. I'm just talking about the talent. The, yeah, I get it. Sirianni it, it, it's again. All incumbent. Sirianni, Sirianni again and suck his coat. You've hated that since day one. We get that. But I'm talking about yeah. the guys that you have playing. Like I said, four guys with double-digit no, sacks. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, who didn't have to do anything because the Giants couldn't stop the run on Saturday. A three-head, well, a four-headed monster in the backfield with the three running backs and Jalen Hurts. Two lockdown corners, a difference maker at safety, and linebackers that can cover and rush the passer. I mean, you, you've got it going on at every level on the defense and every level on the offense. So, I, I like you said, I get the yeah, coach, I, I get the I coaching, but think... as far as talent, if we just lined up, no, eleven on nope. eleven, they're talented than Joe. Days, please. I said that they're more talented than them. I said they're the third. The Eagles, Eagles, if they go to the Super Bowl, this is going to be their fourth Super Bowl appearance. They're the third best. I put, I put the Andy Reid, the Andy Reid Super Bowl year. They were, they were far better talented. They were far more talented and a lot more physical. A lot more physical. The NFL. I put the Super Bowl team over them. Because they just had everything going for them. They had Doug P. They had the chip on the shoulder. They had the, the hunger of, we have not won, and we want to win it. This team, I'm not sold on. Still, I'm not sold on. If they go out, listen, if they go out and, and absolutely dominate the Niners, which I do not, and I'm prefacing this by saying, I do not expect them to dominate like they did against the Giants. Far better team. Far better defense. Quarterback is maybe the same. Maybe. Just because he's a rookie and the amount of sacks that the Eagles have and the amount of pressures that they have. They could get in his head. I'm hoping they do. But they also can run the ball, and that's a problem. If they can actually start running the ball with Christian McCaffrey, if his his fucking leg is healthy, then, you know, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. This is the thing that I'm, I'm saying. This is not an overwhelming, 100% guaranteed lock, as fucking Babchek likes to put it. The, he told me today. He literally told me today. The Eagles win by 10. I said, are you out of your fucking mind? Well, this, the Niners, this is pro- they're probably the, they're, they're the two best teams in the NFC by far. And I would say, you know, so I, did, yeah. I think to me, I'm expecting a close game. We'll really, we'll get into that in a couple of minutes yeah we will i think but, a close but game you want to give me you wanted me to give me my thoughts the giants were yes. absolute frauds and they're absolutely fucking yeah. stuck even a broken clock is right twice a day just because you make oh, the playoffs one year and win and win one fucking play since the fucking boat fucking year since the super bowl year doesn't make you a good fucking team doesn't make you a good franchise consistency that's what it is nick sirianni took a fucking team last year that was fucking dog shit to the playoffs and they got crushed Look at where they are now. If the Giants somehow make it to the fucking playoffs and are in this position next year, yeah, all the credit in the world. Well, think there. How many teams? How many teams are one and done in the playoffs? They don't even make it the next year. I know. Year. Well, here's what I'll say. Right, we talked about this. I guess two years ago, you're talking about that the Eagles are in cap hell, don't know what the hell they're doing, and all this, right? And then you said Sirianni got into the playoffs last year. Now this year, they're you know on the verge of making the Super Bowl. We've said it since this year. The Giants are in cap hell. Dable took a team that 
nobody had any faith in to the playoffs, even won a game. And now, like I said, they've got money, and there's ways to move around money. A few moves here and there, and they could be the Eagles of this year, next year. I okay. I'd have to say okay. to believe it. And I had but to here's what I want to ask you, John. It was way a, stretch, was, way bigger stretch. Why Wait, did anyone do like you, that's a hyper extended no, leg nobody, stretch? You didn't believe in Jalen Hurts last year. No, but who did? Yeah, nobody but, did. Okay, Daniel Jones is nowhere near as talented of a football player as Jalen. Hurts. He's a better pocket passer than Jalen Hurts is, but I don't think so. Okay, I mean it's easy. I absolutely don't think so. How many times did he did he throw with a fucking broken shoulder with a fucking busted shoulder to fucking uh, AJ Brown? Dimes. And how many offensive weapons can you name on the Giants roster that you know will be there next season? I mean, none. But I'm saying, Hertz had one in Devonta Smith. Now you have AJ Brown. It makes a total difference. And Quez Watkins. Come on. And Goddard. It's the, the, and Miles right, Sanders so, and Boston Scott so, and Kenny Gainwell. So basically, every weapon that the Eagles have is better than anything on the Giants, minus Saquon Barkley. But look at what. But listen yes, to me. But this is what they I killed them in the game because they're a more talented football team than the than the Giants are. This yes, is why. Are. This is why I preface this. If you if you actually put the paid the, paid attention and connected the dots here, they added one player. <laughs> who was that player? AJ Brown. Yeah. Who did they? Who did the player that they added to get over the hump in the NFC Championship game? Yeah, they made they made a big. So there you go. It's through. one player. That's all it is. They they knew that they were just one player away. Well, come on. they also added what's his the the Gardner Johnson guy. They added James Bradbury. It wasn't just one Talk player. But James Bradbury was a signing. And, and they traded for CJ Gardner Johnson. I'm just saying you can't say they added one player. They added multiple guys that have contributed. No, he to this means year. on offense. On offense. On, on offense. offense. Oh yeah, that offense was absolutely stagnant last year. Got to be able to score to get into the playoffs. Yes, but. What I want to ask you is, was this the best performance you've seen for the Eagles this year, Jai? This year? Yes. This year, it goes up there with the other fucking domination of the Giants. But, yeah, this was the most complete and game. the Steeler game. Uh, yeah, and the Steelers. Steeler. I would, I would put that. But this is, that, that was the most complete game by the, by the, by, by the Eagles. Yeah. And it just so happened to both be fucking against the Giants. But, you know, it, this is the problem that I have with this team. It's they, they beat up on the teams that they're familiar with. They almost they lost to the fucking Texans. And, he, and here's the thing with the uh, – and I had to dip because I was rudely interrupted because because the giant around the street from where I live decided, oh, 7 o'clock at night, let's call uh, Jai when he's been, you know, begging for a job. He's <laughs> begging to hear from somebody, let's call him at 7 o'clock at night on Wednesday, but that's not the end of the But the thing with the Eagles, I, I do the Giants first, okay? Do the Giants this I, I was glad that the Giants got the brakes beaten off of them simply because of the fact I was sick and tired of the bullshit fake narrative that oh the Giants get on yeah it's the time Giants win these games man they go on a run they 2007 Giants 2011 no no uh that, you know what that's, I think that, that's I, that's that's the first thing I just think that's Giants fans that were trying to talk themselves into thinking they had a chance. I think all Giants, my brother said it. He didn't think they had a chance against the Eagles. He won. Of course, he was going to root for them, but he knew that the Eagles were better. So, but, you know, they got to do that. You know, as a fan, you don't want to like be like, oh, I have no hope. So that's where they're like, oh, look, last time we won a playoff game. I have no hope. The thing, and, you know, and, go ahead, Jai. And they're just, excuse me, and we've discussed this. They're not as talented as the Eagles. They just aren't. 
And no, they're not. Dable, for like the first time that I can recall in a good little bit, he got thoroughly outcoached in this game. I mean, four, what the fuck was he doing on that fourth down play? Forty, <laughs> and he's going for it uh, to allow Daniel Jones that. get his head smashed into the grass. I mean, Dable, come back to me, please. I mean, they're not as, and they got these questions they got to answer. Okay, I would not, under any circumstances, give Saquon Barkley a, a new contract. I would, I wouldn't give Saquon Barkley a, a new contract. I would give Dave. And I, they, they would be They're going to. morons if they did. I wouldn't give Saquon Barkley a new contract, and I would yeah. not give Daniel Jones an exactly lucrative deal either. I basically would keep him put as a placeholder position, a la what the Lions are doing with Jared Goff, until I can either until either one of these young quarterbacks miraculously doesn't stay with whatever team that they're on right now, or. Uh, or a, a phenom quarterback comes out of the draft in a year, two, three. Whether you have a miss, whether you know your season goes to hell randomly, you get a top five draft pick, or one or a good quarterback falls down to the mid late parts of the first round of the draft, or like Russell Wilson's, like in a Russell Wilson situation, you know, you find you find a good quarter, a good solid All Pro. Pro Bowl, Super Bowl caliber winning quarterback in the second, third rounds of the draft. But unless that, I like like Hurts or like 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 uh, Jalen Hurts were a perfect example, who's a second round draft pick. Outside of that, the Giants got to look at themselves and be like, listen, in a vacuum, our goal should be to make it to the NFC Championship game. But we can't fall for the smoke and mirrors that just because we made it to the divisional round with this roster that it's going to be good enough next year. We have to make improvements. We have to get better with the offensive line. Dan Jones got sacked five times on Saturday. We have to improve our offensive yeah. line. We need more weapons. Isaiah Hodgins and all these other no-name motherfuckers ain't going to be good to make it to run next season for, 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 for the G-men. I'm sorry, it's right. just, it isn't. You know, and, and, no, and we go through to, and we go through we go through the statistics every single August when we come time to predict who's going to make the playoffs. Fifty percent of the playoff team, fifty percent of the teams that made the playoffs this year are not going to be in it next year. And the Giants bet unless unless uh, an act of God happens where they, where where they strike it, why <laughs> if they strike it rich in the free agency period and throughout the draft. A la they have a draft like the Seattle Seahawks where they are essentially are picking pro bowlers with every single draft pick they got this upcoming spring. They have to basically the New York Jets. unless the NFC is, is, is some pure D shit next season and we basically get in because we're an 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight team by default as a 7 seed, chances are we're not making the playoffs next year. So let's bring in Barrett, I- see the force through the trees, and not be so short-sighted and build ourselves with a championship roster that we could see in 2025, 26, 27. Because running it back and and giving Daniel Jones a big-time contract and re-signing Saquon Buckley solves nothing for 2023. Solves nothing for 2023, 2024. And if anything, all they're doing is just fucking themselves and whatever championship aspirations they may have with Dable in the future. Well, let me oh, see. Respond, now, well, they have over fifty it. million in cap space as of right now, and that's before they make cuts, right? I, I don't uh-huh. think they're just gonna run it back with this team. They're gonna make moves to improve. Now, you're saying don't resign Saquon. So you're saying Mm-mm. 
Saquon at fourteen million. That's too much in your eyes. How do we get into the Giants? Fucking you don't. You don't give Saquon <laughs> anything. You let I understand. Nothing. Let him walk. Okay. Go ahead, Roick. Because, but... because it wasn't like they're not in a situation like where my Bengals are, where they gave Joe Mixon a where Joe Mixon was a solid running back in the sport, and they gave him a contract before they were able to get that last piece of Joe Burrow. They're not in that. They're not in that situation because they don't yeah. because they don't know where their neck where their Super Bowl caliber. Quarterback, they're all pro quarterback is coming from. They're not. They're let's, not let's break. Let's break this down two weeks after the Super Bowl because that this will be a hot button topic because I, I I have a lot of feelings about this too. But we got we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, let me. Yeah, yeah let me get. I'm to gonna say the, I think Daniel Jones. You could win with Daniel Jones, and if they bring him back, I say okay. you do a two year deal for seventy million, fully guaranteed. I think if I'm the Giants, I sign up for that. Seventy. Let's, let's, let's take. Yeah, I I agree. Know. I agree, but but. You're yeah. fucking yourself. Let's table it for two weeks after the okay. Super Bowl. All right. Eagles. Eagles, damn good football team. I can't I, I was very impressed with what I saw on Saturday night. Hopefully Sirianni's yeah. cockiness and arrogance about it doesn't come back to bite this team in the ass. Oh. But I Oh, think, can we I, Yes, I, I, think, I think that the Philadelphia Eagles I know what you're talking about. I didn't like it either. You're fucking really? Michael Jalen Hurts with a Michael Jordan esque performance? Give me a fucking break. Really? Yeah, that was, yeah, that, uh, I, I mean, that was, uh, you're talking about that? How about him staring down the fucking back camera as they're going to fucking commercial break, screaming at Jonathan Gannon, I know what the fuck I'm doing. No, you don't. No, you well, don't. Well, you know, I didn't. You know, I was at the no, game. He, I didn't. No, but screaming. you should have fucking heard it from Twitter. He was screaming no. at an official because he was so far down the sidelines. They thought that he basically was like out of his little coach's box and he yelled at the official, I know what the fuck I'm but doing. But still. But the Eagles are good. Really? I got to listen to. Jalen Hurts with a Michael Jordan type performance, yeah, and he's was, our Michael Jordan. Good. Give me it. Let me win a couple Super Bowls before you start comparing Jalen Hurts to Michael Jordan. Nice, nice player, Jalen Hurts, but Michael Jordan, please. Like, like, come on, come on, guy. I agree. And a little Caesars, little I agree. Caesars. And he, and he has Sunday. No, Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Fuck you, man. Fucking dog shit. I didn't think it could get any worse than Pizza Hut. I didn't think no, it could get no any Caesars. worse than fucking Pizza Hut. Any worse? <laughs> you go to Little Caesars. What are we gonna do, Marcos like, like, next? I don't know. Are we? Oh no, we're gonna go to CC's, CC's? Pizza Buffet. <laughs> like, really? You got no good pizza spots in Philadelphia? You can't. Oh, the fuck, are we doing going to wallet? fucking Little Caesars? Your coach is that cheap? You can't open up the wallet for some good Philadelphia fucking Jesus pizza? Jesus fucking Christ! God damn! You open anyway. up the fucking wallet. It had one of the fucking Giants players ship one up from fucking anywhere. Yeah. Jersey's anyway, literally right there. It is. I, I live right there. So um, let's get to the next game, which another, I get it, was your snow globe game, Ruick. But yeah. I love it. Bengals 27. It was so aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Bengals 27, oh, Bills nice. 10. Um, Joe Burrow, 23 of 36, 242, two touchdowns. Mixon, 20 rushes mm-hmm. for 105 and a touchdown. The Bengals as a team rushed 34 times yeah. for 172 yards and a touchdown. I, I was watching a replay of the Eagles and Giants and just sure will of like, we're just going to run the ball and there's nothing you can do about it because the Bills had no answer on defense. And well, hold on, Josh Allen, well. 25 of 42, 265. He threw an interception and then he was 8 of 26 rushing 
for a touchdown. Um, before you get to that, uh-huh. is this season a disappointment for the Buffalo Bill Ruick? Answer might surprise you. No. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Tell me why. And I'll tell, tell you why. why. I know why he's because they had so much fucking injuries at the end of that fucking season. They really did. They just couldn't fucking compete. If Von Miller and all these fucking guys are in that game that they that they started the season with, that game's a lot different. And I still think that the Bengals win, but it would have been a lot fucking different. They I don't want to hear that because yeah, the Cincinnati listen, Bengals had three starting offensive linemen out. I and they had how many you. defensive linemen out? It doesn't matter. You, they still it does matter. It's the same. Linemen. You take out three three offensive linemen and replace them with fucking three backup defensive linemen. What's the difference here? One equals one. Three starting offensive linemen out, and Joe Burrow stood back there. Jai, was Joe Burrow's jersey wet from the snow falling? He looked dry to me. He he only felt. When did he fall? He was on the ground was when he chose to run, when he got tripped, where he almost broke his leg and he uh and he got set once he yes he so point is, go ahead, bro. point is is that if the fucking bills are completely healthy just like just like i said it's part of the game but if that team is different it's a different story so i don't you know think what, i don't think it's as much of a disappointment i don't think it's as much of a disappointment as it is just like fuck we did it again yeah and you know what, bro? i woke if up it, and there was peepee in the bed I didn't if, make the pee-pee in the bed. The pee-pee was in there when I got here. And you know what? If the queen had balls, she'd be king. Like and if my mother had a dick, she'd be, <laughs> she'd my, be father. my father. There you go. I don't want to hear this if bullshit. <laughs> no, listen, but I'm just I'm just giving you my honest opinion. If they had, if they were healthy, then it, it's been said everywhere. If they're healthy, they just they just ran out of fucking gas. They ran out the the fucking injury bug bit them too hard, and they just they the Bengals knew it. They're like, fuck you. We're just gonna run. Literally right down your fucking throat, and you're not going to have anything to do to stop it. You have yeah. nothing to stop me with. Let me ask you, Jai. Was see, is this a disappointment for the Bills? Uh, you're damn right. It's a disappointment, um, especially considering when all of those uh, assholes in the national. This is media, what it is. Uh, oh, you're damn right. This is what it is. All of you, and you know who you are. All you motherfuckers that was in the media, NFL Network especially, and ESPN, all of you, all of you, all the Buffalo, basically acted like in throughout the entire offseason, all through training camp, like it, like how in the Bible, day one, God created this, day two, God created that. They basically made it seem like that in the book of Genesis after the seventh day, that on day eight, God wrote in God said in the year of our Lord 2022, the Buffalo Bills are going to win the NFL championship. Like it was already written set in stone. And all th- I heard it all throughout the offseason, and it freaking drove me nuts. I screamed about it to the high heavens back in the summertime, and I will gladly take my victory lap here in January. All of this talk and all of this garbage that the Buffalo Bills were the greatest things since sliced bread. After that performance I saw on Sunday, 
every last one of you that picked the Buffalo Bills. Kyle Brandt, you muscle-headed jackass that includes you, should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself because you walked back either to your studios or back home, wherever the hell you watch the game, with your talent between your legs because the Buffalo Bills straight up got bitch-slapped in front of 45 million people because the Cincinnati Bengals said, screw you, screw your little neutral site game down in Atlanta. This game, if anything, should have been a neutral site. We would have kicked your ass on that Monday night, January 2nd. Damn it, we'll kick your ass here at Orchard Park in the snow, in your own building, and you can't do a motherfucking thing about it. So, yes, their season was a bit was a huge disappointment because Josh Allen, who's lost the playoff game on the road to the Houston Texans, he's lost back-to-back years to the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. I think Stephon Diggs is still standing on the field watching the confetti fall in January of 2021 in the championship game. I mean, they're, they're going backwards. 2020, they lost in championship championship game. They came within 13 seconds, and they lost last season to the Chiefs again. And then this season, they get they get outplayed, outcoached, and straight up punked in their own building. Punked. And this is after they gave up 28 plus points to a third string quarterback by the name of Skyler Frickin. Thompson. And oh, by the way, they were fortunate as hell to beat the to beat the Detroit Lions on uh, to beat the Detroit Lions on uh, Thanksgiving Day. They were fortunate to beat the Cleveland Browns before that when the game got moved to Ford Field in the snow. And they were fortunate to beat the Patriots the last weekend of the regular season had not have been for two kickoff returns by Naeem Hines. Naeem Hines. So their season, yes, Man. is a disappointment. I agree, Jai. Big disappointment. When you're I mean, I, to me, their their aspirations were Super Bowl or bust. At least making it to the Super Bowl, and you don't even make it to the conference championship game when you have a home playoff game in your backyard, and you know the Cincinnati Bengals are coming to town, and you like that was a dud of a fucking performance. No, no life from the Buffalo Bills. Like I said, Joe Mixon is still running. Like, like I said, it looked like the Eagles Giants game again, where. The, t- the defender has his hands on the running back People. at the line of scrimmage. Somehow the running back is then able to drag him for seven fucking yards. I mean, I don't know how many times I saw Joe Mixon dragging defenders, People. moving the pile for extra yardage yes. multiple times. And then Josh Allen, you're supposed to be league, league MVP type player, second best quarterback in the NFL. We've talked about it on this show all year. The turnovers. And then the reckless play, he did not look like he belonged on the same field as Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has passed him as the second quarterback in the NFL. That has happened. Josh Allen is a top five guy still, but you have to now, like I said last week, if they didn't win the Super Bowl this year, they are not winning a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. And I want to ask you, Rui, can the Bills, moving Uh forward, Win an NFL cha- a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. Yes. Yes. Yes, they can. What make what makes you think that they can do that? Because they have Josh Allen, and that team is still good. It doesn't matter about about what happened this season; it's about next season. Yeah, we got a fucking ship pushed in. Let's fucking regroup. Let's fucking add some more pieces. We know the formula of how to fucking beat th- these teams in the AFC. They got to fucking improve on defense. And we got to fucking stay healthy and stop playing fucking hero ball. We know what we did. 
We know what we did, and let's yeah. fucking finish it. Let's Again. fix it, let's finish it, and let's come back fucking firing this year because I'm sick of losing in the divisional round. That's all. We've, we've seen this play out of Josh Allen for five years now. What, right, what listen, makes you I, think he's going to change? What's, what's going to make him change is that's as far as it takes you. What's been, if I'm Sean years, McDermott, you know, if I'm Sean McDermott, I'm looking at him and, and with that film and saying, this is as far as that can take you. This right, if you look fucking film, this is all that it is. And all this talk about the, about these two coaches, Leslie Frazier first and then McDermott second. Yeah. Leslie Frazier, all the time, oh, Leslie Frazier, there's a head coaching job. And what universe? He gave up over 28 points to the to a third-string quarterback the week before in his own building. Gave up over 40 points to Kansas City last season, the championship game. Gave up 27 points on Sunday. Oh, but I mean, Leslie Frazier, big time defensive coordinator, child place. I mean, and I and I and I said it at the time on my show, and I'll say it again. Von Miller is all they did with with the defense. They're, they're, yep. they're, they're big splash signing in the offseason. And this is no disrespect to Von Miller. No disrespect. I, I think I texted to you guys uh, at some point last week, either you or somebody else. I, 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 said, I said, can you name me a player within the, la- within the 21st century that's won two Super Bowl championships that has not played on the New England Patriots? I think Von Miller may be the only person that's accomplished that. That's won two championships in, from, in, in the 2010s to 2020s decade that has not played on New England Patriots. He's a Hall of Fame linebacker, albeit you gotta you gotta be objective and you gotta be fair. And Steven Wisniewski. You gotta be fair. You gotta. Be... I was gonna say Eli Manning. Steven Wisniewski. Okay, well, sure, Steven sure, Wisniewski yeah. won a won a championship with the Eagles. The next year went to the went to the Chiefs and won it. There you go. There you go. So you got three names. But the point is, Von Miller's great. He's a, he's a guy in his thirties, and the trade is starting to wear off a little bit off the tires. And it showed. It was unfortunate, but it showed he ended up tearing his AC tearing his ACL barely past the halfway point of the season on Thanksgiving. So I mean that's all that's all you did. Your your defense gave up forty plus points. Your last playoff loss heading into the season and signing Von Miller was the end all be all. I understand it was great with the Rams and complimentary with Aaron Donald, but that that was it. That was it. And I mean, and their, and their depth the- at, and their depth at secondary ran thin, and then Sean McDermott now. Sean McDermott. This is the guy that has lost playoff game. You want? Let's run through him. 2017, he lost wild card round to the Jacksonville Jaguars. 2019, he lost in overtime to the Houston Texans. 2020 and 2021, back-to-back, he lost to Kansas City. And now this season, he's lost to Cincinnati Bengals. I count five playoff losses. And how many playoff wins has he had? 2000 and... 2000 and uh, he's got like two. 2020 against... No, the, maybe three. 2020 against the Indianapolis Colts. 2000, that same season against the Baltimore Ravens. And then last year, they beat up on the or last year to beat up on the so he's Patriots, got four and he's got four plays five in the, in the in the playoffs yeah he's four and five in the playoffs and he's, not, he's probably on the hot he's on the he, hot seat for next year you can make the argument he's not going to and i don't necessarily believe that they should you can make the argument that why would he be on the hot seat that he should be that he should go after this he, season 
but he's not because, going to. But I think next year, if the Buffalo Bills don't get to a Super Bowl next season, Sean, Dur- Sean McDermott needs to be thrown out on his ass. Period. Yeah. End of story. Because, Ruick, they have Super Bowl aspirations. They made, right? They made it to the AFC Championship game in 2020. <laughs> they thought they were going to make it to the, at least to the AFC Championship game last year. And then, you know, they had to rules for the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. that both teams mm-hmm. now get a possession in overtime, no matter right. what happens. Because of the Buffalo they Bills. Because they cried and bellyached so much. Yes. How about play defense? Right? And then this year, everyone is picking them as the Super Bowl favorites. I think me and you both did, and so did Ty back when he was on the show, Ruick. I think all three of us said the Buffalo Bills were Super Bowl favorites, and every analyst from... Based on nothing, exactly. Because well, they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. No, uh, well, made it to the championship you know, game. You thought Josh Allen would team to another, uh, would make a, take another step to another level, and he didn't. Um but so you think there's Super Bowl? They had Super Bowl aspirations, and you don't even make it to the AFC Championship game with a home playoff. It's not like they went to they had to go to Cincinnati and you lost a tough game in Cincinnati. You had a whole playoff game in Buffalo, which arguably they should've. they should have. But I'm saying you had a whole a home playoff game in Buffalo and got your asses kicked. It wasn't even it wasn't close. The game was over in the second quarter. Over. End of story. And like I said, they will never win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen until he makes that John Elway switch later in his career and decides to let other people on the team do stuff. As long as he keeps playing like that, they will not win. And two and and two and, and a few other things. A few one other things. Jesus, Jai, come on. Yeah, well, sorry, we gotta we gotta get we gotta get to the fucking gotta get to this 49ers Cowboys game, Jai. One, you could do one thing, Jai. We will. Most pressing. Uh, Give me one. Uh, I got two. One. Well, the one, well, the one that really has me bothered, the the GM now for Buffalo, Brandon Bean, is now all of a sudden going to throw shade Fox with the sour grapes. Well, the Bengals were bad enough for, for a certain point they were able to get Jamar Chase. Really, your team had an opportunity to draft DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and Terry McLaurin in 2019, and you passed up on all three of them. Child bleeping, please. Who's this? You talking about the Bills GM? Yes, he sat up there in this press conference today. Fox with the sour grapes is throwing shade at the Bengals. Seriously, you you had you've had your opportunities to sign yourself. You had an opportunity to trade for your running game is is Josh Allen, and that is it. At least with the Ravens, they can say, "Well, we got J.K. Dobbins, we have Gus Edwards, along with Lamar Jackson." Your run game is Josh Allen. Josh Allen run football. You guys do not have a running game. Yeah. You guys could have had an opportunity and- to trade for Chris McCaffrey. You didn't. Had an opportunity to to bolster your wide receiver room with signing Odell midseason. You didn't. And if the Jets, which smartly going back to our previous conversation, if they let Saquon Barkley. There should be zero excuses why they do not give Saquon Barkley a contract if the Giants let him walk. Zero excuse. You cannot win in the playoffs without a solid running game. You can't make it to the Super Bowl unless you're unless you're so talented on some other side of the ball where it overcompensates without a running game. It just it does not work. And, and, here's a, and the last thing we'll say on the Bills, it just because I've watched them, they're in my division. I don't think it would have mattered if they got Christian McCaffrey because James Cook is actually a pretty good back, and so is Devin Singletary. They just don't run the football. I, I, I don't think you put Christian McCaffrey there. I don't think all of a sudden they're going to decide to run the football. So I don't think it matters. It's just that's just what 
the Buffalo Bills do. And they're going to keep being the Buffalo Bills is what they are. Now, another team that's going to keep doing dumb shit like they always do is the Dallas Cowboys as they lost 19 <clears throat> to 12 to the 49ers. Hey. What a fucking. Hey. Yeah, what? Hey. What? Hey. They have one of the best plays in NFL history. Oh, when, when Zeke snapped the ball? And got absolutely fucking run over. Best play I've ever seen. That replaces the McAfee and the fucking Dan Orlowski play. I have no idea what that is. I don't know what like what that was that I saw, but anyway. Um, Purdy, 19-29 for 214. He did enough to be effective. Kittle, 5 of 95 with one of the great catches I've seen in a playoff game. And, I mean... Trayvon, enough of this Trayvon Diggs as an elite cornerback. Can you can you hit somebody? Can yes. you fucking hit somebody? The man completely no. whiffed on George Kittle. I know. No. Well, you know why? He made a business decision. He knew if I try and hit George Kittle, that is a man's man, and he's going to put me on my fucking ass. And that, oh, that's he a made man's a man? Decision. He is. <laughs> and Dak, with a despicable 23 of 37 for 206, a TD, and two very costly interceptions. Um. Let me ask you this about the 49ers beat the Cowboys or Cowboys give it away. We've talked enough about that. Let's get into Dak Ruick because you watch him more than the rest of us because he's in your <laughs> division. <laughs> I think America just watches yes. him. It's not even fair. Is Dak good and can, no. and can you win with him no. as your quarterback? No. No? No. Stop asking. The no and no. Been no. It's I'm been not. no. It's, it's, it's evident. I, I, it's been five I, years of this. Yes. Yes, six. It's been longer. It's been six. Six. Six years. It's clearly evident. He's won one playoff game. He's won two. Two. He's beaten the Seahawks, and then he beat up on, like I screamed about last week, one of the worst teams to ever make the playoffs in the history of the National Football League in the 2020. That's not fair. That's not fair. The fucking, the the, the Washington Commanders were, were a football team at the time. Was one of the worst. Listen, that Buccaneer team was the worst, okay? And Dak Prescott, it's been the same answer for the last seven seasons, six years, okay? You can't win a Super Bowl with I don't know, like, when the media and a lot of these fans are going to pull their heads out of their caucuses and wake up and realize this, okay? Not everything, not just in sports, not everything in life is great. Not everybody is going to be a billionaire. Not everybody's called to be an entrepreneur for a Fortune 500 company. Not everybody's going to marry a supermodel. Not everybody's going to be a platinum award, Grammy award winning, winning music artist. Not everybody's going to be a Grammy award winning uh, actor or actress. Not everybody is going to win a Super Bowl. Not everybody is Super Bowl caliber franchise quarterback. I don't know why we keep on trying to fit the square pegs into the round holes with these players. Because it's the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones and fucking Troy Aikman and the cocksuckers that are fucking there mm-hmm. that say Joe that Buck. they're America's fucking team. America's fucking team. Yep. America is a fucking loser yep. if that's America's fucking team. <laughs> fucking yep. losers. Yep. Absolute yep. fucking losers. Choke artists. Anything that you want. We them boys, it's the cycle. And I've said it for fucking years. It's the cycle. We're at the, we'll get them next year phase. Yes. Oh, that's the five-step cycle, Ruick? Yes. Yes, uh-huh. Rick, we'll get them next all, year. All of, this, all, of this, all of this foolishness, 
We'll get him next year. You know, we're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I literally, and this is, again, why I lost my mind last week. Because no matter what Dallas Cowboy fan you talk to, no matter what race they are, regardless how they vote, what state they live in, what gender, it does, sexual orientation, it does not freaking matter because they all are the same human beings in the aspect of where their ignorance is, 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 is through the roof. I wish I was that blissfully ignorant about certain things in life, especially regarding my sports teams. They're all the same. I, my brother's best friend, tight as an old pair of drawers. I've known him for the last eight going on 10 years now. He literally had the nerve to DM me after they beat the crap out of the Bucks two weeks ago. Cowboys win. You know the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, right? Cowboys, Super Bowl, 50, 57 champions. Cowboys win the Super Bowl. This, that, we yeah. them boys, we them boys. Fool's gold. And Fool's like, gold against and, the Bucks, and, man. And I, and I DM'd them. I was like, are you serious? I was like, you know who you're playing next week, right? You know you're going to pick his San Francisco 49ers defense, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and those and, and, and that elite roster of a football team, right? Yeah. Chris McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. You know who you're going up against next week, right? They didn't care. They didn't care They because they wanted to live well. in their fantasy land, blissful ignorance. It, 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 it's it's the same story with these with these with this garbage football team and these annoying toxic fans for the last twenty eight damn near thirty <laughs> years. It's been the same story that hasn't changed from to- they literally from are the Tony Romo, the Dak Prescott to Jason Garrett. And you lived in Texas. I lived in Texas. I'm going to tell you the freaking same. It, it, it's the same. Being, and what do they do? Every single when the lights shine the brightest, they come up. Yeah, they the choke. Smallest. Yep. I'll say this. Uh, being in the, the army, story. I've run into so many. Cowboys, there's a lot of people from Texas in the Army, and it's been like they've they have all ruined, like make me hate the Cowboys more almost as much as I hate the Patriots because you know, every year I hear the same bullshit. But listen, I've said it on this show, I've let I've said it on the show, and I say it again the Dallas Cowboys will not win a championship as long as Jerry Jones is alive. Well, because he makes moronic decisions. I'm a, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Mike McCarthy, he decided to punt when yeah. he had the ball thrown. Eighteen, the saddest line, punt of all. Two oh five remaining, down down a touchdown. He decided to punt. Oh, yeah, well. he, he decided to punt. Dak Prescott again. All this talk about Dak, this Dak, that Dak Prescott is is average at best. Yes, he's right. He's, he's overrated. He's a little better than average. I think he's a little he's, better than average. And yes, he's overrated because he's the, and the, the quarterback for Dallas Cowboys. He's inconsistent. He's you cannot be a championship level quarterback being inconsistent. You can't look like Roger Staubach one week and look like Jeff George the next. Yes. You cannot well, do it and expect to win championships. He looked can't. like complete dog water against Washington. <laughs> dog he, water? He was terrible. Yeah. That's he, what the youngins say. Do- I, don't, I don't know what dog water. I know what – you don't want to look like hot dog water. I know that. You don't want to look like dog shit. Yes. He was embarrassing. What? He he was great in the – he was great in the Buccaneer game and everybody – Act like that. That is that. That's who Dak Prescott was. That was his greatest performance of his NFL career. Granted, but it wasn't <clears> a <throat> Super Bowl. It was a first round yeah. playoff game. It, sports is a what so, have you done for me lately business. The next week against the San Francisco 49ers, you got to, to deliver. If you don't, you are going now, home. Jai, that's I, all there is to it. I got a there's hot no take for this, you guys. There's no more this Dak Prescott. Can you want a Super Bowl? Don't even start. Don't even. Don't even go there. I got a hot take. Don't even go there. Hot take. 
You can actually win with Dak Prescott. You can't. The problem is, no, you can't. You can't win with Dak Prescott when you're paying him forty million dollars. If you paid him twenty to twenty-five million, which is what he probably should be making, you could win with Dak Prescott because you have you could put some better weapons around him as well. But But unfortunately, they're not. But they could. Right, and he's not going they to won't. cut because they won't because he's going to make forty, and then when his contract's up, Jerry's going to pay him again like a fucking moron. All because and that's that's the yeah. problem with the because NFL this days too is they're overpaying these fucking quarterbacks. You got Patrick Mahomes at forty five, and that he should be the only one making in the forties. Maybe Joe Burrow and Josh Allen, be. other than that, everybody else should be making and, in the thirties and the twenties. But no, and that, and it's like we got the sleep number commercials we got we 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 got to see Dak Prescott with that asinine real housewives direct tv not interested not interested How about win win playoff games and get your team to an nfc championship game I, i'm well, I'm so i'm speaking of know, let's let's talk about the nfc championship game guys. speaking of goodbye cowboys looking up goodbye later on to the next game so i want to go with you first ruick okay 49ers eagles three o'clock oh boy sunday mm-hmm we have the top two defenses in the league going head to uh-huh. head. Couple questions. First mm-hmm. is will the Eagles be able to continue to run the ball like they have been against this 49ers defense? Mm-hmm. And then I want to look at it from a San Francisco point of view. Is do you think Purdy can keep it going and playing well? I don't think that the Eagles will be able to run the ball like they did last week. That's obviously not going to fucking happen. I mean, you can even look at Tony Pollard and what he did before he went down. He really wasn't doing much. And then Ezekiel Elliott is just a fucking piece of shit. He can't do anything. So so the whole thing is, like, yeah, we, we have Jalen Hurts that can run the ball. Do we have to? Do we have to do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see a way that the Eagles' offense can beat this team, can beat this defense. I know that the Eagles' defense, sorry, Leo, but the Eagles' defense can contain the, their offense, the Niners' offense, just just simply, just simply by getting doing what they've done all year, and that's getting pressure on the quarterback. And not making the stupid mistakes downfield, sticking with coverages. If they can get, if they can get him pressured, you know, a lot, it's 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 going to be a different game. The kid is a rookie, and like I said in the beginning of the show, the the Niners play a simple one read offense for him, for Brock Purdy. It's it's pretty simple. If he makes that one read, you see him. He throws it away. How many times did you see him throw it away? A lot. Because he's not going to force the ball. That's the thing that you have to do with him. You have to make him make those throws. You have to make him have be under pressure and panicked. But the Eagles def- the Eagles offense is going to be it's going to be a test. It's going to be a problem. I see a low scoring game. This I, like I said, this could go either way. Either our defense doesn't show up and we just get absolutely fucking blown out. Well, this is a this is a tight game. This is a tight game. This is there's a reason why it's the, the points are you know kind of similar because it, it's going to be tight. Their defenses, both their defenses are are extremely extremely good. And who, whichever one of these teams goes on to the Super Bowl next next you know two weeks, 
that that's going to be a challenge for whatever team in the AFC is is on the other side, be it the Bengals or the or the fucking um, Chiefs. You're right. Because I, I would say they these two teams have the defensive advantage, and <clears throat> I would almost dare to say they do have offenses that can be explosive, but I don't see that. But stagnant team. at the same yes. time. So I, to me, I see if one of these teams can get to twenty points, I think that that's going to be enough to win the football game. That's what I mean. It's going to be low scoring. I, yeah. First to score 20. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we're more likely to get a game in the teens than we are to get in the 20s and 30s. So um, what, you, what do you think, Jai? Can, can Purdy keep it going? And can the Eagles keep running the football? Brock Purdy essentially, in my estimation, has to play like Joe Montana in order for him to win this game. Because if he's... If he kind of puts together that that I eh, kind of performance that I saw on Sunday, the 49ers, it, it won't be a blowout, but they'll lo- they'll lose this game. They have to have this quarterback eventually. This is a road game in Philadelphia. You can't you 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 can't be able you can't hide and you can only hide and protect them, but for so long. Eventually, you gotta throw them into the deep end of the pool and say, "All right, Brock, season's on the line. Trip to Super Bowl's on the line. Let's see what you got." Because I see Philadelphia <coughs> winning this game simply just because of the fact they have a quarterback that I feel more confident in than one that has basically been handled with kid gloves up to this point. I think it'll be a tight game, competitive game. First to eclipse twenty twenty three points will win, but at the same time, I mean, San Francisco I think has a better defense than than the Eagles. I can slight, but out, but again, and they have. I think their talent level on offense is as equal. I think, I think a little bit more. I, yeah, I'd say they, the Niners have a more yeah, talented yeah, offense. Yeah, they do. But the thing comes back down to the quarterback. If Philadelphia is able to put together one or two good drives and it's 14 to three, Philadelphia, do I count on Brock Purdy getting the job done to find a way to get to get uh, San Francisco to 17 points? I don't think so. Especially but it, that, but it might not have to be there. It might be on the defensive side. Forced turnover. Uh, it's true. Yeah. True, which goes back to the point with that the Eagles, you know, they got to play a clean game, obviously, on offense, not turn over the football. But I just I, – I see Philadelphia going to the Super Bowl. I just I just do. I don't think – yeah. you won't see a repeat of the 17 championship game, but I think that they'll be in the Super Bowl unless, unless something so – pick, Are you picking the Eagles, Jai? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm picking, the, I'm picking the Eagles as well because I've been on the Eagles since the beginning. But – I'm picking I know the you're Niners. Pick the Niners, Roy. Here's what I'm gonna. I and this is no okay. bit, and this is another thing that everybody keeps fucking saying too. And do I play it up for the fucking attention and the, and everything? Yeah, of course I fucking do. I'm an entertainer. That's what I fucking do. I play it up out I, of me. I, I, I'm entertained. That's what I fucking do. You know, and everybody texting me. Uh, literally, I'm sitting in a fucking play, and I and I'm getting text messages from people that I haven't heard from in, in a fucking long time. DMs on Twitter. Good luck today. You know, don't be too down on yourself. They're going to win. I'm like, and I'm like, guys, this isn't a fucking bit. This isn't a bit. This is really how I feel. Is it over-exaggerated? Fuck yeah. But all my concerns were true. Is it over overdrawn? Yeah. 
How was that uh, Harry Potter Horrible. play, by the way? Oh, jeez. Um, no, it was it was it was stupid. It it, it had the potential <laughs> to be good, but it was just. Stupid? It was hard to follow in the beginning, and it, for a fucking three and a half hour play, they sure oh, jam packed a, a lot. But the point is, they um, you know, it was it was the the effects were cool. That that's okay. the one thing. Right. Uh, the seating the seating is fucking horrible. The seats are too small. Yeah, uh, that's never fun. I hate As I say, uh, seat, that's one thing. Small. The seats at the link are a little small. I will say. Me and my brother and the guy next to us were like arms on top of each other. But here's if I'm the Eagles, this is the only thing I'm worried about is I would say the 49ers under Kyle Shanahan are are probably a more disciplined football team than the Philadelphia Eagles under Nick Sirianni. And if the Eagles get behind in this game, I worry about the pressure and the emotions getting too much for them and them making mistakes where if the 49ers are behind, I'm not concerned because I think Kyle Shanahan will just stay the course with the game plan. I don't see him panicking and then just going into Brock Purdy drop back mode nonstop where I can see the, the Eagles abandoning the run and Jalen Hurts is throwing the football 45 times because you've seen it. You've seen it during the season where they're throwing the football nonstop. Mm-hmm. So that's the only cons- that's the only concern I have for the Eagles. And I, I meant to say this in the show is where I think Dable messed up in that they won the coin toss. I know regularly you defer. To me, you need to get the football before the Philadelphia Eagles are and put them behind because then mm-hmm. Sirianni is more so likely to throw the football. And then when you're behind, if you're ahead, those – those guys that are rushing the passer can't rush the passer because you can run the football. And I think if I'm the 49ers and I win a coin toss on Sunday, I want the ball first because I need you to me, you need to go up on the Eagles instead of playing for playing catch up against them. So, but I'm still picking, I'm still picking the Eagles. And also with, and also if you're San Francisco who deserved to win and played well enough to beat the Rams this time last year, if you get a lollipop interception, you know, middle of the field, be sure you catch it. You know, because <laughs> yeah. because if that's another thing also comes down with these games too. And you and you saw it with the uh, Jacksonville and Chiefs game we discussed earlier in the program. When oppor- when opportunity knocks, answer the door. Gotta seize it. Yep. Um so now let's get to the AFC championship game. Six thirty. It's the late game. Oh boy. Bengals and the Chiefs. Um, the big thing is, is Mahomes going to be healthy enough to be effective, Jai? Wasn't hobbling when he was stretching at practice or walking in and out of the press conference room today. Um, he's playing, so it's not like that, you know, we're doing any investigative reporting on this, but I think that, (laughs) the Bengals just got to early in the game. Uh, and I think if they do win the toss, they should receive just to do what they did against Buffalo and just set the tone right from the get-go. But the first uh, Chiefs possession, they got to on defense, test Mahomes' mobility and see mm-hmm. where he's at. If he's 
back to his old self and he's scrambling out of the pocket and basically looking the way he was in the Chiefs' first drive on Saturday afternoon, you know, you'd be like, okay, now we know what we're in for. Yeah, we're in for a long day with that. Great, we're in for a great football game with that. Let me me just give my my things. I got got to run. Uh, Go ahead. having a meltdown. Uh, So I got the Bengals winning. Uh, I think that just fucking – I think that that leg is going to be too much for him. Defense is playing good. It's just going to be control the same thing they did. Go up, control the clock, and that's it. Joe Joe Burrow and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Let me ask you this real quick, Rook, before yeah. you take off. Um, if Mahomes, if you see he's not 16. healthy, if you're the Chiefs, I know a 60% Mahomes is better than most people no, in the NFL. Him in. You, you keep, keep him, him in. in. You don't go to Henny? No. No. Okay. Nope. All, right. All right, boys. I gotta, I gotta unless go. he can't, unless All right. he can't walk. All Good. Right, to, we'll see you next week, Ruick. Unless he can't walk, you. If Mahomes starts, he he plays that whole game. Okay. Unless unless he, unless he can't walk, and it's to the point where where he's hurting his team for being out on the field more than he is. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Say he's basically a statue back there, and the Bengals' yeah, pass good. rush is getting. Be my second if point. the Bengals' pass rush is getting to him because the offensive line can't block, do you bring in Chad Henney? Because, like I said, if Mahomes is a statue and can't move around. It would all depend on the score of the game, how the game is going, um, and whether and Mahomes is pain tolerance. If Mahomes is in clear, <laughs> immense pain and the game has the potential to get away from him, like say they're down, 14 nothing or 7 or 17 nothing or 21 3 or 21 to nothing something like that and Mahomes is in immense pain to the point where he's throwing the ball where he's inaccurate and he can't move then I'd say okay you may have to uh, you may have to cut your nose off to spite your face and bring in Chad Henney and see if you can put together any semblance of a cohesive Mm-hmm. Offensive unit. That was going to be my next point. Yeah. Uh, well, the other but, thing is, if I'm a if I'm the Chiefs, and it looks like that, and he's getting beat up, I mean, and to me, you he's the guy for the future. You you don't you pull yeah, you don't leverage well, that, well just for one and, season, right? That right. That and also in a situation where you know you still want to win the game and go to Super Bowl. Yeah. And if you win the game, and if you win that game, God. You know, and go to the Super Bowl. You, Mahomes. You know, you. I may. This may be a crazy thing to say, but you may want him available to play in the Super Bowl. I don't think Chad Henney going up against the 49ers uh, defense. Say, if San Francisco, for a perfect example, gets back there, I don't think that'd be a, a brilliant combination. I know how great yeah. Andy Reid is, but geez, I mean, yeah. it's it's like that. It wasn't like you know in 2020. Or in 2019, where the Chiefs still had one of the more complete offensive units, you know, in the sport. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, is Travis Kelsey, and that's really about it. So we we say, we say that, Jai, and the guy still threw for 5,000 yards this year. Uh, uh, unbelievable, no, look, I'm right? Saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I'm, where I agree, like they don't have the weapons yeah. that they've had before, and somehow he still threw for 5,000 yards. It's just how unbelievable this guy is. But you're right. Exactly. That's yes. exactly my point. That's my homes doing. Yeah. That's my homes doing. Yes. That. And last thing with the Chiefs, year old, thirty-seven year old Chad Henney. Uh, yeah, he's not doing that. Last thing I want to say with the Chiefs is what I expect is because Andy Reid is 
what probably the second best head coach we've seen in our lifetimes behind Bill Belichick. I think, you know, he's had, you know, five NFC championship games and a Super Bowl that he went to with the Philadelphia Eagles. He won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. They went to another one and he's been to like the AFC championship game every year. I think he's probably the second most successful coach that we've seen since like the mid nineties until now uh, behind Bill Belichick. Um, do you expect Reed to protect Mahomes and that more runs, short short passes, a lot more designed things to so that Mahomes isn't dropping back and holding the ball for four seconds before he owns it? Yeah, and the Bengals gotta be gotta be you know they weren't running the football up when they played each other back in early December, and ever since that game, not only has Kansas City not lost a game since they've ran the football tremendously better with Isaiah Pacheco since matchup back in December. Yes, so if I'm the Bengals defense gotta be on high alert that they're gonna you know run the football down your throats, and also with the quick passes and the screens, Bengals it's imperative that they got to be able to tackle. Know when, know when to basically play hero ball on defense and go for the big-time fumble a la Travis Kelsey earlier this season when they played each other the first time and knowing when, hey, when you have Kelsey or have Pacheco or MVS or Juju on a screen pass and he's at the line of scrimmage or two yards uh, in front or behind the line of scrimmage, it's more important just to get him down and live to see another down than try to play hero ball and try to punch the ball out. Because yep. it, depending on how the game goes, the opportunities to create turnovers will present themselves. But yeah. it's playing within your means and not making sure that you foul this game up. Because mm-hmm. this is a game that the Bengals should basically take a not an exact copy but a similar approach of how they went up against Buffalo and, and the aspect of we're here to kick your ass and, and we're going to impose your will on you and you can't do a damn thing. About yeah. it. And so I had two more Andy, questions for you. In terms Jai. of Andy Reid, he will do what he can to make sure that Mahomes' yeah. ankle is not out there to be exposed. So I had two but more the questions. Question is, will it be enough to win? I don't know. Yeah. Um, are your Cincinnati Bengals still being disrespected, Jai, in your opinion? <laughs> Um, I mean, we're favoring the game, so not so we're not disrespected in, in the. You're, and your favorite, of, in, it's of, in Kansas City, and your favorite that that's a big, it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a pick 'em game at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I see, you know, I see that Stooge Craig Carton tweeted Mahomes is back or whatever, automatic win for Kansas City and stupid shit like that. So, you know, you, you know, so there's probably a, a lot of people, not a lot, but a few people here and there that are probably, uh, since it's not going to make it, whatever this, this, that, and the other. My thing is with the Bengals is to not get too high off your own praise. Everybody's now ranking them number one out of the four teams left in the power rankings. Everybody's like they're the best team in the AFC. It's bound to go to Super Bowl. I don't want them to get to look at them. They went into Buffalo and kicked their ass. I don't want them to get too high off of their own stench, off of their own press clippings. I still need that same hunk. And from and typically Wednesdays, I feel a little bit better about the next game because that's when everyone Burrow and and Taylor and everybody's meets with the media. So I feel like that. So I get a sense that they, that they still have that feeling of hunger, unfinished business. 
but I need them to have that. Don't get cocky. Don't get arrogant because at the yes, being Buffalo was impressive in all facets. And boy, did you have a boulder on your shoulder because nobody thought, in the words of Eric Weddle, you didn't have a chance. And everybody and their mother, as I discussed, picked the Buffalo Bills to basically get the Lombardi handed to them when the season began. But it's still, at the end of the day, a second-round playoff game. They don't give rings. They don't hang banners for winning second-round playoff games. You still got to beat Kansas City one more time to defend your conference title and then get back to Super Bowl, a place that's that's been circled on their calendar for the last 350-some-odd days. They got to to keep the end goal in mind, and I did not like Eli Apple going out there getting into an asinine <laughs> pissing match, trying to with his little cringy tweets, trying to quote unquote roast Stephon Diggs, while may or may not be de- being disrespectful and or insensitive to Demar Hamlin in the pro. I didn't need that from him. One yeah. of the worst players on the football team. That's that's blessed that he's still on the roster, thanks <laughs> to Shadobi Abuze Tanga's ACL back in October. He's he should hit his knees and thank the good Lord every night. He has a job on this yeah. Bengals team. I understand he's had a couple of nice moments this season, but he's but he's not a great quarterback. He's not yeah. Sauce Gardner. He's not Ken Riley. Ooh. Look him up. He's not Patrick Sertan. He he he's he's not Tariq Woolen. He's not uh, Trayvon Diggs. He's not that. He's not Darrell Revis. I wouldn't he say that. He's not even Mike Hilton, right? He's he's not he's not better than Mike Hilton. He's not he's not even the best. He's not even top five, top ten best defensive player on his own team, let yep. alone the National Football League. I don't need him smoking cigars in the locker room after the game like he won something. I don't need – just because you, you had a great game against Stephon Diggs. Congratulations. Next week you got Kansas City. Great he game he got. Ch- didn't he get he burnt did. and Allen just missed Diggs for a touchdown in he, that game? He, he, Was that him he, or somebody he else? Him, he he caught him on a double move, and the week before he got burned by Demarcus Robinson in the Raven game. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, but Diggs burnt him, down. and Allen just happened to slightly over him, right? Yes, and then he sits up and he does the the incomplete sign like he did something. You didn't All do shit. Do that. You didn't do but shit. It, it, <laughs> I'm 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 a bit sick and tired of. I Eli hate guys Apple's, that do that of, shit of, of Eli Apple's act. I'm tired right. of smoking. And I'm tired of Eli Apple too. And, and the Twitter and the Twitter stuff. I, please, you're not that good of a player to be to be trash talking. Yep. Like your Darrell Reeves circa 2009. I, yes. I don't so, need to hear it. Here's last question you for you, Josh. Put Jai. your head down, you study, you focus, stay the hell off of Twitter, you get ready for yep. Kansas City. Last question. Pray que- that we win in spite of him. Yep. Last question, Jai. Yes. It's okay. Are we going to see a repeat of the last three times the Bengals and the Chiefs have played each other? Do the Bengals have the Chiefs number? You're basically, you know? you're basically, you're basically asking me, do I think the Bengals are going to win the game? I yeah. I, I, picked, I picked them to win, to beat the Ravens. I did not last week. Oh, boy. See, this is the thing that made, has me nervous, Sarge, because it's like I saw it coming. After the Jaguar game, I was like, I'm going to win tomorrow. And lo and behold, It'll be – he's not going to lose four times in a row, is he? It's going to be the perfect thing, especially because of all the praise that we've gotten this week. Now it's like the Chiefs can kind of play the the quote-unquote underdog, nobody gives us a chance angle with the homes. Then they can play that angle, and then out of the clear blue sky, bam, Kansas City's back in the Super Bowl. And that's the thing that I'm most scared of. And I got Mike Hilton, who I love and has had an excellent season thus far, 
calling Arrowhead Burrowhead when he's won one game in his career. I mean, come on. Can we pump again? This has been my overall theme. Can we pump the brakes and maybe pipe down just just until we when if and when we win on Sunday? You know, mm-hmm. can, can, because we still we haven't won anything yet. If we lose on Sunday night, God forbid, the win against Buffalo means nothing outside of the fact that the Buffalo Bills didn't win a Super Bowl when everybody and their mother picked them to when, before the season started. you got to be able to handle business. Do I think they can make it four in a row? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say that they will. All right, so you're Put it picking the Bengals. I th- I think they're able to. I think they're going to get it done. I pray that they get it done. I wrote it down, and they will. And I pray that they. And I predict that they will repeat as AFC champions and make it back to a second straight Super Bowl. All right. Because there's this hunger within this team that I sense that well, nothing is going to stand in their way to winning a Super Bowl, and I love that about this team. I just pray that everything goes right which is why i didn't like eli apple opening up his big fat twitter mouth and spewing at 10 30 on monday night eli yeah. take your ass to bed yeah please well i picked the eagles as well i mean the, the Bengals as well jai and i'm also this would be great for the show in that you and ruick yes, in the super bowl it would be great for at first i think you would start off as a nice back and forth, and then someone will say something about the other's team, and someone will get very angry, and then we will have all-out war on the show, which would be amazing for the show. So I'm picking the Bengals, and I'm with you. If we had 100% healthy Mahomes, I would probably pick the Chiefs because I'm like you. I don't see how the Bengals can beat him four times in a row just because he's Patrick Mahomes, and that's – that. you know – Right. Beat, it's like beating Tom Brady when he was on the Patriots four times in a row. It just doesn't. It doesn't happen. It and doesn't happen. but even though people said they saw, you know, no walking boot, he's walking fine, right in practice. I want. I need to see in mm-hmm. game when with pressure around him and him pushing off on that right foot to throw. Are we still going to see the same zip on his pass? Are we going to see him? being able to scramble around like he has in the past to get away from defenders, to extend plays, you know, if I don't, and without wincing, because the cameras don't lie, when the, the cameras are going to be on his face the whole time, Jai, you know, you see him scrambling away and he throws a pass and we see a wince. Okay, I know, I know he's not 100% then at that moment, you know. So that's why I'm picking the Bengals. Like you, I would, I would probably have picked in the Chiefs if there was – no Mahomes injury just because, like you said, I don't know how you beat him four times in a row. But it's that's the and that's the thing. It's like all the sides go. How in the world can the Bengals win this game based off of previous history? But when you take the history out of the equation and you look at it head to head, you say Cincinnati has a better team this year than they did last year. Mahomes is hurting his and it's like oh the Bengals. But then you take in all the other things into the equation. And you cut, and at least with me as a Bengals fan, you, your mind plays tricks on you, and reverse psychology plays in. Not even reverse psychology, but the psychology of it all. It's like, you know what? Everybody in America could see the Bengals winning this game, and watch Kansas City shock the world and end up 
if you thought the Super Bowl was bad, God forbid we lose Sunday night, be a million times worse. And that's yep. the thing that has just has me just so anxious and just so nervous. I just I need them to get through this game. They don't have to play great. Just get through the game. Win. We keep the Lamar Hunt trophy, and we can get back to the Super Bowl and finally, finally get the God. I need this championship. I need it. I need championship like I need air and water. I need well, it. I need just it. You know. And the only thing that's standing in our way is the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Yes. It's going to be a tough task, but I think this team is hungry enough and hell-bent, literally hell-bent on mm-hmm. getting back to Super Bowl, so I think they're going to be able to rise to the occasion. But just so you know, Jai, God, am I nervous. with Joe Burrow, your window is open his whole career. Um, but I, I it'll, it'll be, but the, but dealing with losing and the whole offseason and everything. Yeah. I think about what I went through this past year, and I don't want to go through it again, whether in the Super Bowl or 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 after Sunday. I just, mm-hmm. I need. They, I need them to win the Super Bowl. I think they play Kansas City in 2023. They can lose that game 50 to nothing for all I care. Yeah. Be sure that you beat Kansas City on Sunday night. Please. Yeah. So last thing I'll say is I think we're going to have an amazing championship Sunday. I think we've got four best teams in the NFL from this season playing on Sunday, Jai. And you have, I would say you have I would agree. what's going to be a defensive struggle probably in the first game, but like, it's not going to be ugly football. It's just going to be, you're going to see two outstanding defenses, each other in the mouth. It's going to be great. And then the night game, you're going to have what I say are the two best quarterbacks in the league right now going mono and mono, you know, and we should see an outstanding, I think, a you know, a high scoring football game. And I'm hoping to see a back and forth a la, you know the Chiefs and Bills from last year in the divisional round. Except, let's. let's I know not, you. I know I for your sake, you don't want to. But for me, I want. That's what I want to see because I want to be entertained. I don't want a Bengals blowout. I know you. That's what you want, Jai. I don't want it because then you know I'm watching the game. It's just like oh whatever, you know. But and I need Joe, and it's great that Joe Mixon had his second best performance of the season. Because his lone one up until the Buffalo game was the five-touchdown game he had against Carolina. He ran the ball the best I've seen him arguably all year long on Sunday. I need that yeah. from him again on Sunday night. Yeah, I you get a performance that like that, yeah, that, that'll go a long way. Because carrying defenders, pushing the pile. Even Samaji Piran was doing that too. It wasn't just Joe Mixon. Yeah, yeah. It's Samaji, P- Samaji Piran, A, he's our better a pass blocking running back of the two yep. and he's not and he's not a bad running back who 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 did a who uh who's done a nice job this season not because i believe earlier this year joe mixon missed a few games so he's yes. done a good job in his own right too and i need the offensive line who was beautiful was sensational against yep. ball. i need him there's arguments i heard well maybe part of the reason why they did so well was because they were on the slippery turf in the snow they're on grass this time. They're they're on grass this time at Arrowhead. I yeah. gotta see them. I yeah. need one more would, time. Yeah, I would also say Frank the, Clark, Dunlap, Chris yeah. Jones, all of them. Yeah, I was gonna say the Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs pass rush is a little better than the Bills pass rush. So let's see what we get. Um, last thing I want to say is we forgot to recap from the week before. Um, so now me and you are tied at eleven points. Jai, we're both eight and two. Ruick 
All three of us went three and one last week, by the way. Ruick yes. now now has nine points at six and four. Um, me and you will not be breaking our tie as we both pick the Eagles and the Bengals. Ruick has a chance to gain a couple points on us because he picked the Niners. This week will be worth three points, so he can take the lead if the Niners do win. Um, that's it for this week, Jai. Go yes. ahead and uh, final, you know, final word and. You know, hit us with all your where we can find you, Jai. Short, short program this week, and I'm having a tough time, by the way, coming up with that list that you and Ruick suggest. I don't worry, you got another week. You got another week and a half for that. It's uh, I thought it was, I thought it was next Wednesday because I guess Wednesday next Wednesday, but you got another week. Get another week, all right? Yeah, this this is going to be a difficult list, but anyway, if you want to follow my live chronicles of my heart going in and out of my chest and me going through various different emotions during the AFC championship game on Sunday night. I suggest you follow me. Thanks, Bedal Fowl. I, I need, I need JB to win this game. Uncle Leo. I need it. Like I need oxygen. Like I need food. Like I need <laughs> joy Taylor. I need, I desperately need it in my life. <laughs> you can follow my, uh, my moment by moment, down by down commentary during the AFC championship game on Sunday on Twitter at the J shield. And if you want to see, I'm pretty sure I'll probably do a video and, or something. If we win, uh, if we win and when we win on Instagram at the J shield uh, as well. And uh, yeah, that's the story. All right. Well, that does it for us here at the Wednesday night tailgate. We'll be back next Wednesday right here on Spotify live. 6.30 Eastern Time. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy Championship Sunday. We should have some amazing games. And we'll be here to tell you all about it and give us the review. So, for Mike fucking Ruick, for the Jai Shield, I'm Drill Sarnzi. And this is the Wednesday Night Tailgate where the party never ends. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.